0: This podcast is brought to you by Continuum, proud sponsors of Wessex Wanderers. Hello listeners, I'm your host truchy and it's that time of year where we're going to be doing our end of season reviews for all the teams and Colts season has come to a close so I'm joined by my guests tonight, Colts team managers Alex Benham and Sean Sabanda.
1: Welcome boys. Oi, all right, oi, all right. Hello, right
0: gents.
1: Yeah, how are we doing? Not too bad. Not good too man, bad. Good man.
0: Glad the season's over. No. Still
1: want to no I'm good. quite gutted. I'm quite gutted as yeah. well. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, you know, just wish there was more games to get a title. Yeah. Yeah,
0: definitely. So, like, this is obviously both of your first first seasons in management. How How do you both feel? It's gone. Start with with you, Al. We'll go off better than order.
1: Um, It's been... um, Probably it's been quite up and down, to be honest. Um, Obviously, you know, a lot of learning, me and and Shauna to do. Um, You know, on and off the pitch stuff as well. Um, Trying to get the right balance. And so on. Obviously, you know, there's been... throughout the season, you know, the Colts have had some great performances and we've had some um terrible ones as well. Um so yeah, I think it's it's been bumpy, I think to say the least altogether. Um but yeah that's that's my view on it. What, what about you, Sean? Would you would you agree with that, Sean?
2: Yeah, definitely I think it's uh it's been The most difficult thing is trying to get the balance and also, at the same time, trying to learn a new trade and comprehending everything else while trying to stay focused. So, yeah, it hasn't been easy at all. You know, like Alex has said, we've had high times and low times, but we kept on pushing for the love of football and the love of the club, you know, and we're just grateful for the support we got on and off the pitch from the other managers and players as well. Yeah, made a big difference.
0: That's it, and, and the first, you know, the first season in management, it's always a bit like, you know, you always, you always have this idea of how you'd be as a manager and how you do things, and then when when all of a sudden you find yourself in that position, it's like, oh right, this is this is the real deal now. So, what 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 what, what do you think of the? So obviously, it would have been your first season. What what um, how did you find it behind the scenes? Was it was it like more? more work more admin more more phone calls more chats more more everything yeah. going on than you thought
1: <clears throat> yeah it was um a lot more than i expected originally you know like i knew like a lot of work went on behind the scenes but wasn't really aware of how much until joining in and getting involved you know thinking of everything we've got to do when you think of you know committee meetings match reports subs you know you then have the um Handling players as well at times. Um that side of managing as well. Um, you know, the work that goes in during the week when it comes to team selections and stuff like that. You know, there are chats that can go on for two, three, four days yeah. on and off. Um, yeah, there is there is a lot of work and admin involved to get it to get it all together on a Saturday. Yeah,
0: you've got you know that's before you
1: think of issues if okay? Yeah, and, and you, you know... Yeah. Go on. <laughs> That's what right, you fresh you first. <laughs>
0: I was going to say, like, you chuck in, like, just even, like, the washing of the kit and getting all the stuff yeah. to the game and chasing players that haven't done the app, You're dealing with players that pull out Friday night or Saturday morning, and... Yeah. Yeah, it's a struggle. And even well, training
1: I... and stuff as well. So, you know, because, again, yeah. you do a lot of ranging with training and stuff, and it's, like... Eat, and even that can take a lot of time and so on. And it's, yeah, a lot has to go on.
0: What, what about you, Sean? What did you think of it all when, when obviously getting added to the 12 WhatsApp groups or whatever we've got? <laughs> yeah,
2: I mean, it's like, same as Alex. I, you know, I knew I had an <laughs> income, but I didn't know it was this, like that amount of um, energy that take that's required. And I think uh, it's something that, so it can be very overwhelming, especially for first time managers for us. But then at the same time, it's credit to Wessex because we are doing a lot as a club. So, which means there is a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes. But then when you've got like the Wessex day or, you know, you get, you're getting three great performances every Saturday, it kind of weighs it up. Um, and obviously, we've got a lot of things in plan and the future. So, it kind of works both ways because. From what I've seen and experienced and heard as well from other clubs, there's n- from how we run and how we do things, as much as it's an extra strain on us as managers, it's uh, it's, it's reflecting as it's positive to uh, to players most of the time because they can see what we're trying to do, they can see what we're trying to build, and yeah, so it's, it's pros and cons, but yeah, there's definitely a lot which uh happens behind scenes that, like I said, is quite overwhelming at times, but uh. Like I said once again, especially from the other managers, uh, great support and great guidance, especially for me and Alex, uh, being the first-time managers. So,
0: so obviously, you two have been—you, you two were schoolmates, weren't you? Did you go to school together?
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: I, I used to take Alex's lunch money. So, <laughs> I bet I cost a fortune didn't it, extras. <laughs> yeah,
0: definitely.
2: Yeah, 50, the desert class, not it? <laughs> <laughs> I see if we don't help.
1: you've obviously a lot of shit £2.50 back then
2: yeah (laughs) definitely
0: (laughs) sorry (laughs) sorry about the language listeners you um yeah so you've obviously been friends a long time known each other inside inside and out how would you describe your working relationship when it comes to being joint managers Do do you sort of delegate different Different bits to each other, or just sort of do it as and when. How does it work,
1: uh,
2: Alex? It's
1: a tough one to answer. That we sort of, we sort of play it by ear. To be quite honest with you, you know, it's like you know, um, we normally take it in turns to do things like the kits, but you know, we just um, almost on a on a weekly basis decide what's going to be best you know i know like the other week because sean because i wasn't available to get to a game sean had all the kit and footballs and training gear so you know he was the one doing a lot of the stuff the next week yeah (laughs) i almost had a week off from it i was yeah pretty enjoyed that um but um yeah like it sort of took a took sort of a few weeks when starting off but um i think like we we just sort of got into like a natural rhythm of just you know do what has to be done sort of thing um and to be honest i think it we just sort of play it play it by ear really yeah
0: what how, how do you work it? if if you like for example as joint managers it's not like a manager and assistant what happens if one of you want to take one approach, and the other disagrees and wants to go a different way for for the game.
1: Just have a fight about it. <laughs> no, I'm joking. Pretty, pretty much. No, yeah. I think just the it's
2: it's a weird dynamic, really, because uh, there's different experiences <laughs> in different places. So it kind of we kind of bounce off, off each other, and ninety percent of the time, we pretty much get uh, we pretty much agree. Was as mm-hmm. we've pretty much got the same philosophy and the same ideas for the team, just maybe one or two things. But sometimes it may come down to, I don't know, it might just be, if it's like positioning, Um, it may come down to who's got more experience in that sort of positioning and pre- pre- uh, predominantly that may be me. So I may pull that trigger. But then there is times where I've said something and then Alex has said no to it. And him saying no has actually worked out better. So it's just the, trying to find the middle ground and... Uh, you know, <clears throat> uh, just to to be mutual, which 95 percent of the time we pretty much get on and we don't tend to disagree on a lot. To be fair,
0: yeah. Obviously, obviously, with me being in the first team, I, I don't I don't really see what goes on in the um in the Colts changing room. Is is one of you the sort of does one of you take the lead on on sort of the team talks or the motivation or you know the the Vocal side of things, or do you you both play a part in
2: that? I I would probably say Alex, probably if we're both there, he probably does more of the talking in the change room. Um, I'm off probably on the sideline or when I'm on the pitch, like I just don't. You, but you've seen me charge non stop Mm -hmm. shouting so. So once again works works kind of both ways, especially if I end up you know sometimes where I needed to play or was shot on a player or things like that. So it kind of works both ways. It kind of works uh, in our favor both ways. Yeah. So obviously I, I wasn't around
0: preseason. I was um, I was elsewhere. But how did it all start preseason? How, how many friendlies did you have?
1: We had three friendlies let in something like twelve goals and scored two. It wasn't a good pre season. Yeah, was it that? was it um was it poor availability? Was it just sort of Yeah. It was it was poor availability mostly at the time, you know, a lot of people away, a lot of people on holiday. Um yeah. And also
2: being a new team as well. Well new manager, sorry. Yeah time, which I played so it's obviously trying to learn the ropes. Our uh, wild trying to comprehend, you know, trying to adjust to a preseason.
0: Yeah, I don't think I don't think any of the players can appreciate what, like, how much work preseason is. When you're trying to, you know, you're trying to, yeah, you know, get get training started in the right way. You had different sort of preseason tournaments going on, and then. Yeah, it's, it's just, you know, you, you might have a friendly organised and then they pull out the week before and you're racing around trying to find a different opposition. Pre-season yeah. is, is, like, crazy. And sometimes, I don't know about how you work it, but at times I'm planning, like, three, season, pre, three pre-season friendlies at a time just to sort of spread the game time around and try different things.
1: Yeah, that's, like, that's like the sort of plan we want to make sure we're um, trying to get in. This preseason, you know, because we didn't think we fought three preseason games probably wasn't enough for us really mm-hmm. wanted to really be getting sort of five or six in. Ideally, Um so, you know, yeah, like already I'm sort of trying to think, you know, what sort of competition do we want for preseason friendly, you know, do we want, you know, teams that are maybe a bit higher to really test the lads out and give them a challenge. Or we want to go for teams in our league, which can work either way. It can either be, you know, it can be good that you get to learn the opposition, but the opposition will get to learn you. And there's obviously a lot of things like that. And then obviously, yeah, like... Fitness as well. It's, yeah. I said pre-seasons can tend to be a busier time than the league. And I used oh, to feel yeah, that sometimes as well.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think... Um... See for me when I, because I like I said, I went around pre season when I when I came back to the club. Well, even before I came back, when I was you know coming to watch a few games, for me fitness wasn't where it it should have been for that stage of the season. I think yes. I watched the I watched the last. It might have been the last reserves team friendly, and I was looking at a few of the few of the players who you know only a few months before were fit as a fiddle, and I was looking around thinking. Oh, you know, you're not you're not firing on all, all cylinders here, physically.
1: Yeah. Last yeah, thing I think... said to the Colts players before leaving the changing room was enjoy preseason but don't get fat. Every time I said to them, you know, one of the biggest problems we've had throughout the club all season's been the fitness, I think.
0: Yeah.
1: Overall.
2: Yeah, I think because obviously our our first preseason we didn't get as much run of the game. So when we did start the season, the, the fitness, as you stated, uh, was very um, evident. So I think this preseason we are going to try and load, load up a lot of um, sessions and as many matches as possible, um, providing, obviously, availability and weather and things like that. Because I, I'm a firm believer of, you know, good preseason, season good pre-workouts and things like that will give you a good head start mentally and physically for the season. And I think that played a big part as new managers as well with the new team, new players and trying to recruit players and things like that. I think there was just so much going on. But next season, it will be a lot more structured and a lot more better and a lot more focused because we sort of know what to expect and what to do.
0: Yeah, I mean, for me, as a club, I've got a a bit of a rough idea of what what I'd like to do pre-season. I'm not a fan of, you know, the GFA tournament, midweek games with poor availability, training for 60 minute games and I, I I think it started too late last season I'd like to get in early sort of early July and for the first couple of weeks very little ball work it, it's just gonna be like army army beast in fitness boot camps just just get everyone sort of you, you know might have a game at the end but I want I want jelly legs during that game I, I want them absolutely. And you know, who's to say it's just once a once a week? Or, or ideally, I'd like two really good fitness sessions
2: each week for the first couple of weeks, and then you know, then we introduce a bit of ball work. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think that you know, some like a militant regime would be great. Um If I'm um, I'm exactly the same, I think if possible, as much fitness as as possible, and then as little as uh, ball work. And I think because mentally and physically that'll give us a good uh, that'll give us a good start to the season throughout the whole entire club
0: yeah it's, it, it'll just be a kickstart start for me. you know any any little extra pangs that have been put on over pre-season get them shredded off and then you know then for the rest of pre-season we'll concentrate on our, our you know phases of play and technique and ball work and uh, more importantly friendlies we want to be physically you don't want to go into your first couple of friendlies flabby you want to be going in physically fit. It's just about getting that that game rhythm and game game sharpness in right? me. Mm. So, um, so what what, what new signings were there at the start of the season? Sort of in, in and around the Colts,
1: especially. Gosh, there was there was quite a few. Yeah, to be fair, I think we had Joel, Joe, Joe Fez, Charlie. Um, we had remember Desmond, yes,
0: yeah. Chucks.
1: No, 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 this is Desmond. Chuck This was another Desmond we had for a bit. Yeah. We had, um, there was a couple more, yeah. We had a
2: few of pre season, but then obviously, when the season started, some of them had to go move away for uni and work and things
1: like that, yeah. Yeah, there's the, obviously the, been some that were pinched pretty quick by the um higher teams yeah. as well.
2: And then we got like Talau, Faisal.
1: Yeah, well, Faisal uh, would be Kareem. about. Hadn't
2: he? Uh Kareem was Kareem's new this season, wasn't he?
0: I'm
1: not sure. I, I think
0: he I think he started coming training towards the end of last season.
1: Yeah. yeah, I think like there was a few of them that sort of joined the end of last season and didn't get a lot of game time. But this season, we're really able to, you know, get a bit of game time under their belt. We had, obviously, Chris Cox as well. He was a new keeper at one point. Jordan,
2: uh, he was a new signing for us. Sam Duncan as well, but obviously got injured. No, sorry. Connor Duncan.
0: I was was going to say. Connor (laughs) Connor
2: Duncan. Duncan. I got confused then as well. Apologies. (laughs) Sam Duncan... Sean. Yeah. But did
0: any did any one of the new signings particularly catch your eye early on?
2: Uh, Joe for me. Or oh, Joe's one of my yeah. uh, I would have said. Joe Ross, our uh, centre back. Yeah. Um Kareem did uh I don't remember saying that was uh, I got injured towards what midway last season or my last season anyway so I missed a lot towards the end but uh, okay, you, I'll pretend, potentially I would say Kareem's new slash older player, but to me he was new, so I would probably say Joe Ross, Kareem, uh, uh, Faisal as well. Yeah, you know, uh, yeah, those are the sort of players I would say um, that caught my eye from day one.
0: So how how many players did you use in total in
2: the Colts? Oh, <laughs> let me just ring Jake a minute.
0: <laughs> you don't you, you don't, don't keep know. like a spreadsheet or anything anything like that with all your statistics on or anything
1: alex does not that <laughs> oh. not not to that extent no yeah oh. we have had um quite a few um players come like i mean we've had the you know we've had people who have you know maybe <laughs> you know you think of Khalil and Sankun or players like that who obviously had just played the odd game. Um, Then there are players like, you know, who've come in, maybe got injured, did only ended up with a one appearance. There have been a a lot of um, different players played for us. Um, But we have always managed to keep a decent core, which has always been important. Um, Have a core sort of five or six players um that'll be available, you know, available most weeks. And training. Yeah, training. training as well. Training's big as well. Um, which always helps a team out, I think, especially if you've got a lot of new youngsters potentially coming in. Um, or even just new players as a whole, it's um important to have a core to be able to help to be able to help that out. Yeah. And help bring those players in.
2: It, into the club. It's 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 I mean ha, well having a core also um, gave us stability uh to build around a team to actually form a team because you can have 11 you know you could have 13 14 players or names on a uh, on a paper but sometimes having that core allows you automatically to start shaping your team on tactics and formation formation and how you're gonna start the game and how you're gonna finish the game. Yeah. So,
0: out of all these players you use, then without I don't want I don't want one name because you know it might give clues to who who might be getting manager's player. But give give us a few names on and, and not just the not just the new arrivals, but out of all out of everyone that played for the Colts this season, give us a few names of of who's made big impacts on the
2: team. Sibs, uh, he's a bad boy player. Sib. <laughs> <laughs> I rate Sibs, you know. I don't know about you, Al, but yeah, definitely Aye, rubbish. Yeah, mate. You got lobbed by him many centuries ago, but yeah, let's not talk about that, shall we? Mm. But um, I think, well, ooh, that's a hard one to be honest. Uh, Al, you go first.
1: Ooh. I think start off. I think um Cam's had a really good season this season, I think. And Bryce. Cam Bryce has a really good season.
2: Um uh, James Artwell. Yeah. Uh, yeah. James Outwell's yeah, had a fantastic uh, see, uh, season. He's turned his game right round. His performance is peaked, you know, from the, from when I met him last season when the Colts first, first formed, I, I guess, when James came, came uh came yeah. through,
1: you know, and now he's pushing Reszies. So he was just, always sort of the key part from quite early on. Yeah. James that well. Um he's a,
0: he's a bit like Perlow, isn't he? Like all, all the sort of play goes through him. He, he plays his way out of trouble every time. He's got a nice touch.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, he's he's a, he's just somebody you can really, really rely on in the middle. Um and you know I I think you um said to me, I think you came to watch a Colts game Just before Christmas, and I think you you even turned around and said to me, you know, James is just controlling the pace of the game. Yeah, I I remember that game. Yeah, because you notice it straight away. Um, yeah, I think Connor O'Neill's always always got to have a mention. Of course. Yeah, you know, obviously, um, took on the captain role when Caleb was injured, and obviously, you know, he he sort of really gels the team on and off the pitch, Connor. Um, really does.
2: Caleb so, himself, when, when he's fit, and you know, he's unfortunately yeah. having a lot of injuries uh, this season. But when he, when he has played and when he was fit, um, he's massive, massive impact uh, in the Colts team. Yeah. Yeah. In yeah I
1: mean,
2: some,
1: Ca- some really- Caleb's always, always been a top defender. It's, yeah. Um, He's a talker as well, isn't he? He is, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's um you know like in in um, my opinion I've I've always rated him as one of the best defenders at the club, but it's just been the injuries that's... that's obviously held him back at times. Um yeah. Um says as well. I think had a really really good season for us overall. Um like I said he's been a um, really good add to the team. F- Faisal, as well. Faisal, yeah. To be fair, that there are. We'll be here for days, really. I know. We? Yeah, yeah, we'll be here. It's one of the things I've always said. For a third team in the club, we've got such a good team. Yeah. yeah. Who, um... good team. We've had yeah some quality players um, throughout the season.
0: Who who were the who were the ones that made the most appearances for you
1: over the course of the season? Um Connor O'Neill, Ed Barnett, Fez, um, James Atwell.
2: Charlie as well. I think Charlie's only missed a few from pre season,
1: yeah. Like. yeah. Charlie Um Cam Bryce has made quite quite a yeah. few. Yeah. We have had quite a lot of regulars throughout the season, which which I think, as we touched on earlier, really really helps.
2: Yeah, Joel as well.
1: Joel, yeah, he's always there. Yeah.
0: What about um? What about characters in? well, both in the dressing room and on the pitch. Who who's the biggest character in the Colts?
1: Oh, Fez. Fez, Fez, Fez is a big character on the pitch. Caleb. Caleb, yeah. Uh, Connor, Connor. Ed, Ed. Yeah. yeah, I like it with Ed because he because he shows his character in his play as well. It's not necessarily <laughs> with 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 the mouth. It's just his um hustle from the top. You know, yeah. even if we're having a bad game and not getting anything up top, you'll still notice Ed on the pitch. Mm, Caught yeah. havoc. He's he's sort of one of those but, players. Another
2: player who's got massive character on and off the pitch, but he's barely ever, he's always injured, is Luciano. When he's fit, he he can be something else. Definitely.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Going back to Ed, I'll tell you what I absolutely love about Ed is, especially as a striker, he doesn't stop running and pressing and working. And as a striker, you know, particularly if the team's underperforming, you, you you know it's easy. I've seen Strikers just give up and stop making those runs and and stop pressing the opposition defense. But he he will go for ninety minutes, even if you're like three 0 down. Last few minutes, he's still in their faces, harrying them, pressing them into into mistakes.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's he his energy levels and his um passion during the game are just through the roof. Um. You know, it's, it's something that's always impressed me and Sean with Ed. You know, even if things aren't going our way, he's one of the players you can guarantee will still be trying to make something happen in that game.
2: He's always 120% regardless.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's he's one of the players where, looking back, I, I can't say Ed said a bad game all season some of the others will have games they're off it or games they've made mistakes or this or that but Ed is one of the players that has just probably been our most consistent throughout performance wise yeah
0: what about um? what about funny moments anything to look back and laugh on and any funny stories from from the cult season this year
1: I'll be here for days again is <laughs> <laughs> I'm normally uh, too stressed out on a too stressed out on a Saturday to notice. Uh,
2: I, I mean, the, the other week uh, against Bradley Stoke, the the second to last game, when uh, I think we're, we so basically we was on a counter. No, we was on uh, we were attacking on a corner. They cleared the ball. The ball got booted. Caleb was the last man against the striker, who was about seven foot and he was about eighty years old. And you think Caleb, you like, oh, you know what? It's all clear. And he literally did a Gerard slip. It was, and I was watching it side on. It was in slow motion. Okay. The most frustrating thing, but probably the funniest thing I've I've seen all season. To be fair, did it lead I, to a goal? Like, n- no, the guy, the guy, like he kicked it to London. No word of like he hit it so slowly. he literally sky it. It's, it was just yeah. So it's the trip and then the shot, and it's, it's just comedy.
1: <laughs> do you not know do you not know I miss remember remember Desmond when he when he played for us for that bit and he used to have those shoes at about four four sizes too big oh, yeah. <laughs> Trust me, I don't know if you ever met this Desmond Trutch he was so yeah. good with the ball at his feet but when you'd ask him to shoot he'd be like a penguin kicking a football yeah he'd and I kept on telling that him he he, kept... he, he he could not shoot some,
2: some he, of his shots were he's the one who's made me have this routine of telling players to wear the right boots to a game no way of a lie i will be hammering it down on a Friday night you know it's going to be a boggy pitch this and that and he will come with pretty much AstroTurf shoes which are like four sizes up and you wonder why he kept on ice skating well basically mud skating
0: (laughs) what about um...
1: the time I screamed at the team at half time for the first time that was funny we were playing in a quarter final and we were 3-0 down at half time and I was I was furious. And I think it's the first time we're going back to about November time now. Is it's the first time I've seen us play badly and I can remember at time absolutely screaming at the team. And honestly, you should have seen the look on their faces. That made me laugh.
0: Yeah. It's quite a, a character for you, isn't it? to lose your temper
1: out. Oh well, well <laughs> unless <you remember. laughs> well, well. I had a referee nearly booking me on Saturday for losing my temper. So, <laughs> <laughs> you know, be- becoming more common, I think. I mean, um, frustration kicks in. Then I think every manager will go through that at some point. So,
0: yeah. What about highs and lows of the season? Um, any, any, any? You know, real, real memorable moments or bits where you think, "Oh God, this is this is really bad." So, tell, tell you what, start start with the lows. Have, have you got any particular? Low
2: points, Sibs? Uh, Caleb being injured. Yeah. Yeah, uh, because especially at the time where I think we're trying to figure We knew Joe was, um, you know, he's a great player. He's got potential. But once again, I think Joe was coming from a background where he hasn't played football for a year or two. Was a uni or something along those lines? Um, obviously, Faisal was obviously in, coming into the picture. But you know when you got like your go-to defender and your captain, your 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 big character, the big voice in the pitch, mm. and just you know you are like, yes, you know I'm going to build the defense around him, and then bang, he gets injured. And for me, it was just like a de- you know a depressed moment um, because yeah, I had big plans, but it worked out really well with Joe, Fez, Kareem, sometimes myself, um, <clears throat> and Faisal, uh, Charlie as well, <laughs> in defense for us as well. You know, so, yeah, that was one of my lowest points. Yeah. Uh, when they got injured or when, when,
1: yeah, when non-stop injuries.
2: What, what about you, Al?
1: Um Lows, I think, as a collective, it's silly points dropped.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, it's fine. We have had some games this season and they are low. I mean, this Saturday was a good example. We were playing some absolutely amazing football, but we've made a couple of mistakes and lost the game four three. That just seems to be, and 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 I'll tell you what, it's 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 like a lot of the Colts players will tell you it's been the story of our season. I can remember we were playing Eastern Cowboys, one of the earlier games of the season. I've never seen a team have so many chances and not score. And then they got a penalty they shouldn't have had and win the game. I Never seen, and then you know. I think as a whole, you sort of look back on these moments. You know, I you know I, I I look back and think you know we should have got three points against Bradley Stoke. Came out with none. Should have got three points against Eastern Cowboys. First time we played them, came out with none. Um, we drew three three to Bristol Phoenix when we were three 0 up. First time we played them, they scored three goals in ten minutes. We had Lino issues going on at the moment. Um, at at um, the time, again, that was two points dropped. Um, I can remember think the second time we played Hartcliffe, one of their players punched a ball in the net. Ref oh. missed it, and it, just I think the loads are when you know sort of think back as a sort of think back of a season. You know, I think I think a lot of the Colts players will know it. I'm pretty sure Sean will feel this as a manager as well, but we should be a lot higher up the lead than what we are. And, you know, um, a big portion of it's our fault as a team and as a collective, but then there's always the couple of occasions that it's, you know, maybe down to other factors, such as, you know, a refereeing decision or a, or even just, you know, coming up against a good goalkeeper one week or something like that. It It, yeah... I think overall, just uh, I could probably think of about ten points top of my head that shouldn't have been dropped. Yeah. Which you add them to what we are now, and we're in a promotion position, and that and that always hurts. I think.
0: Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it turns into what could have been, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah. That's that's sort of been a big thing for this season. It's you know what what could have been, and you know, yeah. That's that's probably the biggest low overall for me.
0: Did you have any particularly heavy defeats practice season?
1: Heaviest defeat we've had is four one. Yeah, so I can I I remember the first four one loss we had was against Stoke Gifford. Away. I think if I I think on paper uh, on number
2: side the four one, but sometimes we've lost like the two one in the three twos. To me, they felt more heavier because of pretty much like what Alex has stated where we've. Been pretty much the dominant team and playing lovely football, just not going our way. And to me, that's sometimes that hurts more than losing ten nil. To me, at times, you know, because you literally do everything, just don't have the results that we need to to justify the play.
1: Well, yeah. Well, like, yeah. I mean, like, even like that Stoke Gifford game, we lost four one, but we went one nil up with a cracking goal. Then it was. uh they got a free kick they shouldn't have got. Scored it. You then gave away a penalty, Sean, if I remember rightly. That should have been given away. Told you, top defender out 2-1 down, chasing the game. We missed a penalty. And then they made some smart subs in the last 10 minutes that killed us off when we were tired. And it was just like, yeah. You know, there's not... I think there's only one game this season, which was old Georgian's the second time we played and where we lost 4-1 as well that is the only time this season i can remember us being in a game where we were just completely 90 minutes nowhere near it i can remember that game it was 4-1 like Stoke Gifford we were 4-1 down at half time and we were just nowhere nowhere near them and they actually they actually won the league all georgians with two games to go so they are a good side but again, it's it's still a side I know we can compete with. But last time we played and we were just well off the mark. And it's, you know, but that's probably the only time I can remember us being taken out of the game completely. Every single other game, again, you know, we said about the coulda beans, it's because I think every other game we played, including our cups you know we have been in the game we have just not come out with a result and that's you know really really frustrating thing um for this season yeah what about um what about high points then on a more positive note what's, what's the
0: what's the memorable moments that you know could be anything really last minute winners big big wins do you want
1: to go first on that one Sean oh memorable
2: moments. Uh this once again I'll be here for days. I think mm, what weirdly weirdly what uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. Mm must be something good happened. You do know uh, kind for of me point. it was it was
1: first oh
2: gosh. Gone. You 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 if you got yours ready gone.
1: No, I, I was gonna say it's gotta be first game of the season. Playing Stoke Gifford, a team just relegated. We'd have this awful pre-season as we discussed earlier, where we'd let in 12 goals and score two. And I can remember, I think it was Luca with a last kick equalizer. It was it, it was our first league game and I can remember it was you know again it, it's all that hard work goes into it the nerves and all that stuff you know wanting to get a result you know no manager wants to officially start with a loss I mean that's the that's always the worst way to start and you know I and then I can remember um, I can remember there was quite a lot of boys watching that last half and you know the Stoke Gifford lot sort of was given some was given some banter, shall we say, when they were two one up, and I remember Lucas scoring last kick of the game, more or less, and that and that was a good high point. I think you know, first point of the season against the team that had just been relegated in, in into our league. That was a that was a positive, good start. Yeah, think, and you
0: don't after pre like you say after the preseason you had. You don't want to start the season proper with a
1: defeat, do you? No, no. That's it. No. What about think, you, Sibs?
2: Uh probably when uh when we start gelling as a team, we start having a formula and start having a rhythm. You know, start sticking to uh, to the uh plan that which was pre pre-addressed in the obviously in the warm-up and also also in the change room to see your players implement, you know implementing everything that you were saying and sticking to the plan and actually sticking to the position so as a manager for me that was a fantastic experience um that was probably like three or four, fourth four game in i would have said but you know the first couple of games for me it was a bit you know obviously first couple of games of the season and stuff like that but that's when like i said the rhythm started happening for me so that was
1: a big high for me yeah, yeah it was it was really good getting that click finally because it was like we had a you know we had our preseason and you know at at sort of the start of a at sort of the start of the league we had a completely different team to what we had over preseason more or less apart from the odd one or two we had a completely different team and it was you know different players you know we were still trying to find our still trying to find our right tactic we were still trying to find our right formation you know we still had to learn some of these players as well. What are they good at? What are they bad at? So you know, when when like you know, we we really started to get some consistent performances going on. That was that was always going to be a good high. Um, you know, you you start to think you know you're really starting to build something. Then instead of just turning up and playing football, it's like well, actually, you're starting to build a team, um, and so on. You know, starting to build. Yeah, a bit of a bit of a formula.
0: Yeah, just like gaining momentum.
1: Yeah, yeah, and like you know, we did, we did go through a good patch where performances were all good, which was you know a a nice a nice thing to have.
0: Talk about um, let's let's go into some t- uh, statistics then. Who were who were your top goal scorers and how many did they
1: get? Ed, Sam Holland, um, Joel's up there. Cam. We have had a lot of different goal scorers this season. Do you know how many in total?
2: Six Six with Ed, isn't it? Uh, six, Ed, and, Ed and Sam were six each.
1: Yeah, Ed and Sam were six each.
2: Sam um, was on four. I don't know. I'm just going to get the list up now and Joe was on three and then everyone else like obviously some of the players who are coming back from injury uh, who've you know who may who sometimes more, uh, who play for either the Rezies or the first uh, for example like Jack Millard you know he's what well, did he have two and that was the first
1: yeah. time he him to play for Colts if I'm not mistaken we've had we've had 26 different goal scorers this season really Twenty six, yeah. Everyone's chipped in then. Everyone's chipped in. Yeah. But you know, it's 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 been one of them, you know, no one's really sort of run run away with a with uh being a top goal scorer sort of thing, you know. It's it ended up being a draw between Sam Holland and Ed Barnett. Um which you know um they they're on they were on six goals each. So, um, but yeah, you're right. You know, everybody chipped in at some point with a goal.
0: I think you're for me as a manager. You always want that striker, that centre forward that's that you know is going to get you fifteen, twenty goals a season. You always want yeah. that. But I think you know when twenty six people are contributing towards the goals, it, it it takes the it takes the pressure off those in that in that striking role and, and off the team
1: in general, really. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I f- I think it's sort of always like a bit, I sometimes don't know what to make of the stat at times. It's like, you know, because um, sometimes I think, you know, we've got a good striker. Are we not getting the chances to him?
0: Mm.
1: You know, because how much more goals could we be scoring if we are? Because we've, overall in the season, we have been a team that I've regretted miss- missing chances. Yeah. Um, Overall, and it's and it's held us back, you know, our I mean, like, you know, 26 goal scorers, um, so many goals scored, but, you know, we've probably had chances to double it over the season. Um, and, you know, I, I mean, we've had, we've converted one in six penalties. Oh, Yeah, oof, oof. One in six penalties, I think, go, you know.
0: <laughs> go on then,
1: Al. Yeah. Nick, n- name and shame. Who's, who's the one that scored and who's the five that missed? Sam Holland scored our only penalty. That got us a late prize against Port of Bristol. That was a good point.
2: Uh, Luke, Luke Bowden. I just I, I just got yeah. to check up.
1: Luke Bowden, he missed a penalty against Stoke Gifford. James Atwell, if I'm not mistaken. Twice. Twice. Uh, Ed, Ed, Ed Barnett against the Eastern Cowboys when
2: we lost 1-0. And against the church uh, that uh cup game.
1: Was that a cup game? The church team? Oh, no. No, no, no. That was um James who missed that penalty. And yeah, well, that was that that one was the cup quarter final when we lost three two. Yeah, you see, you know, there there are you know when when we talk about a season that could have been, yeah. you know, that's sort of a good example of what could have been. Do you know what I mean? You know, um, you know, and that's sort of where you know we want to as a team really be looking to improve next season.
2: Yeah,
1: massively converting chances. You know, I want to get Ed. I I want the team getting a lot more chances to Ed because that's sometimes, that's sometimes been an issue. It's sort of been like we've been getting these chances, but it's not falling to the striker. Yeah. You know, it's you know, it's it's sort of falling to you know players who maybe aren't as good as finishing, and it's you know, I I, I want to really be trying to get more into Ed because you know, yeah, ideally I want Ed getting fifteen goals a season. Minimum, but we just got to make sure that we are providing them the chances to do so.
0: Yeah, oh, I mean, a striker is only as good as the the service they're getting, aren't they?
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: What about um? Who's your creators then? Who's your top of sisters?
1: Oh, always going to be Connor O'Neill, uh, James yeah. Up, Sam Holland. Yeah, so uh, Sam yeah, Joel O'Neill top with six assists. Who who was that? Connor O'Neill. Yeah. Any game we've had, we
2: have had a lot of center mids as well, haven't we? Like uh, uh,
1: twenty playing different, different sisters throughout Pardon? the season. Twenty different assisters throughout the season. Mm. Joel's even got himself three assists. He was second in the list. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so again, people, you know, everyone everyone contributing. Yeah. 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 Um in terms of goals then, have you got any any contenders for goal of the season? <sighs> oh. They were all tap ins, were they?
1: My favourite goal's gotta be Ed Barnett's against Stoke Gifford. Well the turn? The turn and the shoot? Turn. It was it was Bowden did a nice bit of skill.
2: Oh got on VO as well, that one, I
1: not Is that yeah, that is on VO. I'd have to see if I can dig it out. I like. Rec- I reckon that was a good goal. Connor scored a hell of a free kick against Hartcliffe. That was a good goal. Yeah, there are a couple out there.
0: What about you,
1: Sibs? Any any other ones you
2: can think of? Uh, I think uh, so Holland had a good one as well. Like, uh, stepovers, uh, a Ashimi, and then bottom bottom corner. That, that was that was good one. I can't remember what team it is. That maybe in view as well. For me, that was that was a good yeah. one. But uh, you could see, you know, Holland's <laughs> composed players, so you can see at that no. precise that precise goal you can see what he's really made of but he's close yeah. control second to none yeah. yeah so so
0: is it between those three for goal of the season
1: I would say so top of my head I'm trying to think if there's been any more good ones actually I don't, I don't want to do anyone injustice for me I would probably say yeah those three
2: which that, um Joel's first goal was good. Yeah. It was
1: just it's just the, the, the term uh you know the, the... determination. Yeah. It, it was um always um nice that first goal for Joel because he um he turned out we were playing away to Hartcliffe. Me and Sean didn't really know what to expect from him in the game. He got and to start because yeah, no. when he wasn't yeah. meant to.
2: Wasn't yeah, he not
1: he ended up starting because he wasn't meant to. Um because another player had was basically good. out past one not there. And yeah, I I can but Joel Joel had a hell of a game that game. Mm. And then and then that's why he's always been in and around the selection ever since for us. Yeah. And he scored a really, really good goal that game. But
0: was it goal of the season?
1: I hmm. don't know. Personally, I think I think Ed's against Stoke Gifford's got to be goal of the season. Yeah. I reckon that's got to be goal of the season myself.
2: Visually, Ed's one, but I think the backstory probably jobs If that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. It was Ed, Edward, like I said, the, 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 the play, the turn, the vision, the finish, the pace, the way the ball, even, even the way the ball hit the net, it was just like FIFA, wasn't it? It was just like... Yeah, Fantastic. you couldn't, you couldn't ask, you couldn't, you couldn't plan it. Like,
0: I, I, I gotta say, Sibs, I've never when goal of the season's being discussed, I've never heard the backstory come into it. Yeah. <laughs> no, no,
2: the, fa- right. <laughs> the
0: fact that another player was late, so
2: we started. <clears throat> yeah, you know, it was an underdog story, and I, you know, it wasn't meant to start, and he started, and we didn't know what position to play him, and the pitch wasn't the best, and it's like. I'm not that mistaken.
1: Was it was quite, it was well,
2: quite early, it was quite early into our management as well, wasn't it? That game.
1: Yeah, so. that was Hartcliffe. Like I said, it was our first league win. We'd had some cup wins. We'd had a couple of draws. But our first actual league win was away to Hartcliffe, and, and he was a big part of that, Joel. But it's got to be Ed's goal, surely though. Got yeah, to be but, Ed's goal. You,
2: yeah. You agree with that, Sibs? Yeah, why not? What do we? But I did bang a good one on the warm-up, though. Top bin. <laughs> warm-up.
1: Talk, talk us through Ed's goal, then. Uh, Gliverdon,
2: you, you can take this one.
1: So, I can't remember what, what actually helped make it a good goal was actually um Bowden. Or Bowden. Is it Bowden or Bowden? I've, I, it's I, Bowden. He's only well, been in the club is, three years, Al. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll just, yeah, yeah. Luke. I I keep on getting mixed up with that. Yeah, no, he 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 um did this um good sort of he's on about halfway line, he's done this good turn and flick. It's sort of come out of nowhere. We were we were playing well, it was nil-nil. Again, it was they had a really good keeper in goal, Stoke Gifford. He made a few good saves, and Bowden's sort of on the halfway line, he sort of flicked the ball around the player it's gone to Ed and Ed's taken two tu- two touches got to the edge of the box and it's just walloped it to the keeper's bottom bottom right and I can remember the keeper just stood there he didn't yeah. even dive
2: yeah he's basically had his back to the goal and he almost did like an Anthony from Manu but the other
1: way around if that makes sense he sort of yeah. turned
2: with the ball to face the goal and then
1: strike yeah I'm more for explaining these things. I will have to dig out the vo. It's definitely on vo. Yeah.
0: Well, listeners, you heard it here first. Big congratulations <laughs> to Ed Barnett, Colts goal right. of the season, 2022-23 season. <laughs> um, I tell you what. Before before we go on to team of the season, I got something. Sibs, it, it was about two minutes before you logged on to the um to the podcast, but. I think the listeners will appreciate it because it sums it sums you up, Al. It's everything that we love about you, Sibs. Before you logged in, chatting to Al, just setting it all up, the podcast, and he says, "Oh, hang on, hang on, before we start, let me get me Wessex out on." <laughs> <laughs> and, and he, he says, "I got to look the part," and I and I said, "Al, it's just audio, remember?" Oh yeah, that's right.
2: Typical. <laughs> that's Alex for you. See what I got to deal with yeah
0: yeah so um yeah finally the bit that everyone i think i think it's everyone's favorite part of the podcast team of the season have you have you discussed it between you or are you going to sort of do it on here
2: i'm thinking doing it on there i thought as in like a a, a fantasy uh, team team of season or an actual team we've actually had no that makes yeah sense. no
0: yeah the, 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 so the colts team of the season
2: oh my, you know how many players have come through the colts man like,
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh well,
2: this you, is know the, you
0: know there's always a team of the season at the end of the year yeah what, what
1: formation would you both go with? I would go for a 4 2 three, one yeah, yeah, same. With the same. sort of... Yeah.
2: Well, you've agreed on that. So, I, I, how many keepers did you use? So, Leo, oh. Mike, MJ.
1: Alex, and oh, five, himself. yeah, MJ. So, Jake, did Jake... Language, no, no, Jake. Jake never did. No, um, we had Connor. Did we have Connor Collins? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah you Connor, did have Collins Connor for a game goal.
2: That's it, yeah. Uh, yeah, so yeah, we have had we've had a fair share of keepers, uh, Chris as well. Of course, can't forget Chris Cox, yeah, it's almost so six to seven, six no. different keepers. that. Yeah, who,
0: who, Are out of them, out of them all, who who who, who was Mister Reliable for you in in the sticks? Who was who would you pick above all of them? Uh, I will no? tell, tell you what I will tell you what because Alex is in this category, I'm going to take Alex out of the running for this. So I want I want Sibs to choose this and Sibs only.
2: Ah oh. uh, Mister Reliable, I would have said it's going to be biased for me because I played with him last season and I've seen him through the ranks as well, so probably
1: Liam for me. Yeah.
0: How
2: how many appearances did he make
1: for you, Liam? Two.
0: Two. Two? And he makes your team of the season?
1: I'll I'll tell you what, he does because he made two appearances, it was two wins and and he was one of the main reasons we got those wins. Yeah. And a big big impact yeah my I only regret that. is that I couldn't have him more yeah because he was yeah played played really well
2: but if, so even if we went down to that it would mainly be between uh, Chris and Al really but if he's going to take Al it would be Chris Cox but he's probably the one who's done the most it's only Mike's recently got in the picture now
1: really and
2: Yeah, MJ yeah
1: one game for us MJ yeah, MJ did one game. Connor Collins did one game to help us out. Um, I think Chris Cox was big for us at the beginning of the season, but as he became a bit too unreliable availability wise, you know, it ended up the sort of decent start he made ended up sort of dropping off. Um, Mike Callen though got to um, give him a big shout out because he obviously really really helped the Colts the last few games of the season. You know when um, I wasn't about to play or wasn't um, wasn't able to play to concentrate on the managing, he was happy to step up. So I'd be asked tempted to put him as um, keeper of the season for his efforts as well.
0: Well, Sibs was calling this because uh,
1: yeah,
0: you're the keeper.
2: <laughs> yeah.
0: What about um? Tell you what, let's work our way across the fence Then who um? Who would you go for right back
1: between you? Right back. Oh, got to be Faisal for me. I, yeah, think-, I think. Oh huh? yeah,
2: yeah. I-, I think if if Ryan had more games, it would have been yeah. a 50
1: Yeah. I'm thinking yeah, if- we had. We had Charlie Rogers right back for a couple of games. Char- Rogers, Charlie Rogers, yeah. Oh yeah, he, yes. He 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 got two man of the matches in a row playing that position. Charlie Rogers, but then he ended up getting taken by the reserves quite early on. Yeah, um, yeah. Ryan's been playing right back a lot for us um, the last couple of weeks. That's only been within the last couple of weeks. The uh, last two. Yeah.
2: But it's mainly been Faisal.
1: But mainly it's been Faisal and he's been solid there. He's had a couple of mana match performances. Um, the,
2: the smallest guy, but the biggest character, is he? And the biggest hitter as well. For yeah. biggest he, hitter
1: he, can, he can take it all he could. Oh, he gives it. He gives it. <laughs> he gives it. And it. <laughs> yeah. He, he, yeah. <laughs> incredible. Skillful as anything as well.
0: He he was a left back when he played under under me in the reserve last season, Basil. He's obviously shifted across a bit.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: I'll tell you I'll tell you what, going back um going back to Charlie Charlie Rogers, for me, he's he's had such a progressive season, you know, starting off yeah. in the Colt, playing it right back for you. You yeah. losing him to the reserves. And then, you know, through through Effort, work rate, determination, and ultimately performance. Well, and 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 his application in training as well. He's ended up getting called yeah. up to the first team and ended up yeah. ending up the season with me in the first team. And I, I think Charlie is a just a great example of what Yeah hard work where where it where it gets you.
1: Yeah. We had we had I think three free free games of him at the beginning of the season. And I can remember saying to Sean, I'm like, we're not gonna have him long.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I said to I, Sean, I
1: went, that no, no, hoops <laughs> hoops will be taking him on soon, like we won't have him long. And you know, we didn't, you know. But you know, he played he played three games for us and he was and he was fantastic in all of them. It was, you know, yeah. Yeah.
0: But you've yeah, like I say you've gone with Faisal. Was he was he your sort of mo- the the most used at, at right back for the season, Faisal?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Most shoes, most... Most most reliable as well, I would say. Yeah.
0: Um, we'll work our way across the defence. Luke, are you yeah. going at centre-back? What's
1: your centre-back pairing? See, now normally, I'd have Caleb in this, but because he's been injured quite, quite a bit this season... Um it's obviously sort of tough to put him in there. Um but um I gotta say I think Kareem and Feds have been our in, in my opinion have been our most consistent centre back pairing and um have um throughout the season really really got to know each other well and um became became very solid near the end of the season together. Um, It was a shame, I think, Kareem went away because it would have been um, nice to have had Kareem for um, a couple of games sort of of near the back end of the season. But, like, I think, you know, him and Faisal, I think, like, a a few of that gang ended up sort of going going away for a while at the end of the season. And um, they were a big miss. But I think overall, thinking of... um, Again, you know, availability, training, application. You know, um, like I said, normally Caleb would be in there, but because he's because he's been injured this season, you know, I feel I've got to say for the Colts, I think it's 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 pheasant cream, you edge it for me.
2: Would you agree with that, Sims? Oh, no, I'll put myself, of course. But yeah, no, I definitely agree. Um, pretty much what Alex has said. With that set.
0: did you say they were your most sort of regular centre back period as well
2: yeah I mean you also yeah. got Ross as well but once again um availability as well and he had a few things and then he had a couple of injuries here and there so we, we did have a good run off K- uh, Kareem and Fez for yeah a good number of games yeah, yeah
0: see I, I only seen Joe Ross play one game for you that was um which game is it? What was the game where Josh Jewell played against you? Oh, that's St Oldham's. St. Oldham's, yeah. And I think Joe Ross, he looked, he looked a player.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. He's yeah. he is someone I I sort of again hope next season will be about a lot more because I think he will be really big. Again, not just not just for the not just sort of for the club but or for the Colts, sorry, but for the club as a whole if he can you know get um, get the training reg- regularly be available and so on he's, he's you know like I said I think like me and Sean mentioned him earlier on as one of the players we saw during pre-season one of the newbies that in- impressed us from the off
0: yeah so yeah both in agreement then Fez and Kareem at centre back yeah um, yeah yeah OK. Who's your left back then? Sibs would pick himself in this position as well.
1: <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> Sean has about eight positions. Uh, I'm four. Probably uh, Charlie Yellen, Charlie, Charlie don't yeah. I, I, I? I was actually about to say, I think we have had quite a few different left backs at times this season. I think we've had Sean, we've had Sibley, we've had Sam Ashley, we've had Matia. Right. Yeah. Um, and actually that's the top of my head, I think Fez did left back for a stint, beginning of the season. Yeah, Jordan has done left back. Yeah, got, yeah Jordan. That's... Jordan played there a couple times the last couple of weeks. Um I, mean, like, Joel, I think even Joel's been left back a once upon a time as well. No, Joel he against Port of Bristol, he was right back. Oh yeah. right, okay, right back. He was a left winger, but I um, mean he ended up being right back. <laughs> Because we mm. were short on players that week, so we so we stepped in into that. Desmond did left back. Yeah, Desmond did left. We've.
2: Uh, left- it's probably, I think, predominantly will be
1: Charlie ellen Yeah. I again, I've um, I've um, always um, quite quite like playing with Charlie because he doesn't mess around or do anything silly. Just gets the job done. He gets the job done. He does the basics. He make sure he does the job you know I mean I like, even like watching him I think he started against Bradley Stoke the other week and it was like you know he he doesn't try to you know too much skills or try to do too much it's touch control pass if he can't pass it to anyone he'll clear it out of danger sort of player you know um, and like again it's it's it, it, it is hard picking the left backs we've had so many this season throughout the season while with right-back, we've sort of had, you know, consistency there at points of the season and even in the centre-back pairing at left-back. Like, you know, I think St. Oldham's, we had Louis playing there. Because he ended up getting man in a match that game.
0: Yes, he was really good.
1: Yeah. He, he but, really impressed me, that day, little Louis yeah. But then again, that's the only time he's played for the Colts. Yeah. So, yeah, we had, like, again, yeah. again, you know, he's, he's obviously one of the countless players we've had play for us this season so yeah
0: so what are you are, do you have you both agreed on Charlie ellen
1: yeah
2: Simpson, sound certain oh yeah yeah sorry. yeah Charlie <laughs> yeah. <Ellen. Sorry. laughs> I was trying to think how many who else has played left back yeah Charlie Ellen for me yeah well that's your that's your keeper and back four
0: um um what do you say? You're going for two, three, one. That's it, yeah. Who's you're your two deeper midfielders then?
2: James
1: Atwell. Straight away.
2: And predominantly
1: Yeah, Connor O'Neill. I think you get the um you get the footwork and uh, almost the vision with James Atwell, but then you get the workhorse and the hunger in Connor. Always works quite well in that sort of pairing. Yeah, I you know, could see like, those
0: but... two sort of complementing each other with their yeah. their attributes.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's sort of why I've always like liked liked to put them there um, together. Because yeah, you you just sort of get you know James Atwell can do a lot of the pretty shit, and Connor uh, can do the um the more um. The more, the more gritty stuff, box-to-box, box, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, you in complete
2: agreement with that, Sibs? Predominantly, yes, I would say.
0: You don't sound certain, predominantly. Where's the tank then? Is, is, is there another player on your mind?
2: No, I mean, n- 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 well, it's... We've had I wanna I wanna say Luke has done for when he's been around in the in, in the that kind of position, mm. if I'm not mistaken, l what's that sorry, mate? Or Luke G as well. Luke G's done a lot in the in a similar positions.
1: Or is yeah, it all do. my Well like Luke Luke's always been in that attacking midfielder role normally. Hmm. Playing, playing the can. Tilau again what? has normally been the attacking role as well. But he has had a couple playing in that position.
2: So yeah, we'll go for those two. I agree. Yeah.
1: Yeah, okay.
0: James Atwell and, and Connor. Connor O'Neill in the
2: middle. So who's who's the who's
0: the creator in front of them? Who's the the number 10 maestro
1: I've got to say Sam Holland myself yeah. Holland you know yeah. he's you know joint top goal scorer um, you know uh, you know the the only the, the the only downside I could say with Sam is fitness and if and it wasn't him. for that he would be a hell of a player uh, yeah and also Sam
2: and James are the same with me where I think they both can shoot they just don't want to shoot you know like they like they can strike a ball, which has been evident. That's the only thing. But composure and close control it has to be Holland, you know, especially in this position.
1: Yeah, and when he you... scored the only penalty of the season, so that's uh, so that gets him more points as well. There we go. I still can't get over that stat: six
0: penalties yeah. and only one converted.
1: Yeah, I well suppose
0: I wasn't on the pitch, Trutch. I thought you might say that, Sibs. Yeah. It got
1: to a point I said, one more miss, I'm taking them. <laughs> I, yeah. I did, honestly. I I would be on the bench to take penalties. <laughs> I wasn't joking either. People used to laugh. I wasn't joking. I said, one more miss, I'm taking penalties. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, yeah, so agreed Sam Holland in the number 10?
1: Yeah.
2: yeah. Nice. He's always fighting me for that 10 shirt as well. <laughs> What about,
0: let's um, look at the wide areas then. Who, who's on your right wing?
1: Ooh. Oh, That's a good question. Yeah, it's a tough one. We've, we have, we have had some, okay, we,
2: could have had who had two two been, right, right been Cam, but obviously Cam shifted to the left now. Yeah,
1: really. yeah. Yeah, Cam, yeah. Cam, Cam, Cam,
2: Cam shifted to the left. They, I think that there's no much. Yeah on that side. So Cam will be on the left and
1: Cam then right
2: probably be between Joel, Sam Oscroft. Um, Ryan. Ryan, Ryan did a few. Yeah. Ryan did some right wing for us. Oh, uh, I think so Sam edge.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I was literally about to say, you know, um, Sam Oscroft has has, you know, improved the game this season. Definitely. You know, added in so much grit. It's it it's you know between between those three players, it is so tough to choose. But I think Sam Oscroft just edges it overall this season. You agree, Sean?
2: Yes, Sam Oscroft, yeah. And did yeah. you say you, you both you both quickly
0: agreed on Cam on the left wing? Cam yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's not even a debate there for this season. I think I played left wing once when I'm joking. <laughs> Actually, you played right wing, didn't you, against Bristol-Phoenix? You were another right wing. And I was running it. We had um, Bowden play there for a game, right wing. Yeah. I think Kanks as well, maybe. No, Kanks, Kanks played a game left. We had Cameron play a game right. He was early early on in the season. He played a game on the right for us. I think even Lucas played a game on the right for us.
2: Yeah, Luca. Uh, I think Luciano, when he has been available, has been a right. Yeah.
1: Again, it's it's sort of a bit like our left back position. We can have a whole. You could, we could probably end up getting ten names who's played right wing for us this season.
0: Did um did Radford get many games for you, Nate Radford?
1: One, two. Yeah. Radford, but but he he played one. He was. Straight up top for twenty minutes. Got it's a goal. Two. It's, was it no, two? It's Three um, games he's played. Huh? Three games. No, not for us. Rudford,
2: Nathan. Yeah? yeah, yeah. He played the one where I was. Um, he came on with Lucy. when That game when we had like six right wingers, right? Six right-footed right wingers. Do you remember? And he came on and I ended up putting him as almost a CDM. Because if I'm not mistaken, uh, we had an, uh, Caleb got injured and I ended up playing Joe as left back. And I ended up going centre back with Fez.
1: And uh, Radford played in front. That's one game. The only game I remember, I come and playing with Radford was against Hartcliffe when he came on for Sankoon, And scored the equaliser. Only game I can remember.
2: He played for me the other day for um, Bradley Stoke. So it's three. So he played Bradley Stoke? Yeah, he played the one where he's pretty much CDM. Okay. I can't remember if that was... The, I don't know if that's the same game one about. So it's, I would say two. Definitely two.
1: Minimum yeah. two. Two games, one goal. And, uh,
0: not a bad ratio. 50% ratio.
2: No, Considering he's yeah. uh coming back from injury. I know he um I think he's been on the bench for the reses if I'm not mistaken, maybe. I'm, I'm not too sure how many minutes he's got for the Resis, but for us, it's um especially early in the season because of his injury. So
0: yeah, nah. Yeah. Well, I um I reckon I know who's getting your number nine shirt, your striker.
1: Yeah, gotta be Ed. One and only,
2: yeah. Both in agreement. Yeah. yeah
0: in Although, sure.
1: Um, I mean, second, second to your, the, um, performance against Redfield nearly swayed me.
0: Yeah, it can't. It can't really. count not you know a mid-season friendly, can it? <laughs> and they didn't feed the goat, did they?
1: They didn't feed the goat. They kept the ball away from you for twenty minutes, didn't they?
0: <laughs> yeah, for twenty minutes. It was about seven minutes I had. <laughs> I'm surprised those shirts fit you. <laughs> yeah, it was snug. <laughs> it was a medium, though.
2: No. Muscle fit. <laughs> Muscle fit, fit. that's Muscle it. Fit. Sims. Muscle fit. Italian cut.
0: <laughs> uh, well, Ed, Ed, Ed's had a good season then. He's, he's made your team of the year, starting 11. He's joint top goal scorer, and he's won goal of the season for you. Yeah. Yeah. Productive. Yeah. Yeah. What about um? Go on, give us give us a five man five man bench.
1: Joel. <laughs> great Joel, yeah, 100%. <laughs> Joel, you... You know, he's Great, he's he's a great substitute to have, Joel. Um, I've had like a lot of chats him about it, and sort of you know, he's he. Obviously, you know, everybody wants to play as much football as they can, but he knows the impact he can have off off at of the bench. Yeah, um, and and you know he's he's obviously been on our bench sort of quite a lot this season, and you know he he comes off the bench and and you know he 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 can inject pace into a game where needed and skill as well. You know, like I said, he's got himself four four goals, and I think um. A couple of them would have been from off the bench as well in big games. So, yeah, Joel's, Joel's straight on there.
2: I think if Charlie's not playing, Charlie would be on there as well. He's another one. Yeah, he... but, but obviously he's
1: playing and he can have him. Got to put okay. Caleb on you there. You can not pick
0: him in your 11 and then stick him on the bench as well. <laughs> yeah.
1: It <laughs> That's might be. We would go on four, four more from the bench. Caleb definitely, um, like I mean, Caleb, Caleb would 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 normally be playing if he um wasn't wasn't injured this season, and you know, but um but like yeah, Caleb, I mean you know like even like against Saint Oldham's, I think when you were there watching the last game, and I was having to play, and he's you know such you know was such a help from the sideline. Just sort of trying to get the team going and so on and trying to, you know, um help help me out as a manager more than anything. And, you know, probably probably wouldn't have won that game without his um input from the sidelines. Do you know what I mean? He's he's, you know, sort of big a big, big part of the Colts. You know, and like even even when he has been injured and not playing, he has still been a big part of the Colts. Yeah. Luke yeah. G, I think Luke G. Yeah, that's yeah. not that's not a bad shout.
2: Once again, can play multiple positions. Well disciplined, can bring a lot to the can bring a lot to the to the team, and it is a uh, he is a, a massive game changer.
0: Yeah. One well, two two more
1: suburban league
0: rules, you can name a five man
1: bench. I think Ryan's gotta be in there. Yeah. Ryan's Ryan's gotta be in there. Like I said, he he was he was really a lucky not um to make the original eleven. Um like I said, Sam oscroft just just picked him. Um but yeah, definitely got to have a space him on the bench.
0: Anyone else? You, you haven't really got a centre forward on your on your bench. Have you an out and out an out striker?
2: No, but I think Luca. No, Lu, Luca would be a good shot.
0: Yeah, Luca Patalis. Yeah,
1: Luca. Trying um, to think, there's like obviously a lot of pressure on the last one. There's obviously like you know, Dom. New Dom who's come in. Yeah,
2: young yeah.
1: Dom. Sankoon. Sankoon. Um, and we've
2: got Mark as well. But he, he, he's got a good ratio, it's But two games and, and and what two games and two goals? No, two games and
1: one yeah. goal. Mark. Yeah. No, yeah, two games and one goal, I think, Mark. And it was well actually, do you know what? Mark's goal against Eastern Cowboys was another shout for goal of the season. We didn't mention his. That was
2: a blast, wasn't
1: it? Sorry, that's just come in. He lobbed the keeper from 40 yards on the volley. Oh, God, hang on. Breaking news. Breaking are we, news. Are we Are, we, are we
0: retracting Ed Barnett as goal of the season winner?
1: No, no, no. I think, I think, Mark, I'll be honest. I think Mark's goal was, uh, it fell for him, right? And it went in. Well, I think Eds. When you look at the skill he did and the skill, but um, Bowden did, I think that was a top top quality goal, Eds. But sorry, definitely deserved to mention though that Mark's goal against um, Eastern Cowboys because it was a he's come on, he's got the last twenty minutes. It's his debut, and he's be fair. It was about a three foot tall keeper just gonna chuck out there.
2: Same height as you, isn't it?
1: Yeah. Be fair, I'm a a four-foot keeper. But yeah, he has, yeah. I just think, thinking about it, now he's mentioned it, I had to give that goal a mention because I can remember remember that was a great goal to score. Yeah. And we got the VO of Eds as well, so that always helps. So you still haven't haven't finalised your last bench, bench position.
0: So far, you've got Joel... Caleb, Luke, Glossop, um, and Ryan. Luke, Luke Crummins. Crummins. Mm. Crummins. Did he, mm. play, did he play many games for you?
1: Beginning of the season, he played a couple. Or Beginning of the season, he played a couple, Luke. Didn't unplay a lot, but beginning of the season.
2: I don't know. The last one's difficult, to be honest. Yeah. I'm sticking with Luca. I'll probably stick with Luca to be honest. Just purely because he can he's he once again is a bit like Luke he's a bit like Charlie Rogers and a bit bit like myself, he can pretty much play anywhere, which as a sub sometimes when things don't go according to plan, you can just stick him anywhere. And you you know he's gonna give his hundred and twenty percent. Yeah. He does work,
0: doesn't
2: he? Yeah, box to box, you name it. He does it all. <laughs> so, yeah. Maybe Luca, I don't know if you agree or disagree. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Luca, we'll go Luca. Okay. So
2: we'll recap the bench Joel, Caleb,
0: Luke, Glossop, Ryan, and Luca. And what? then the Colts team of the season in goal, Liam must have impressed in both of his performances. Uh, yeah, Liam and Gold, Faisal at right-back, Charlie Yelland left-back, Fez and Kareem centre-back pairing. James Atwell and Conor O'Neill at the base of the midfield with Sam Holland in the number 10 just in front. Sam Oscroft out right, Cam Bryce out left and Ed Barnett up top last year. 22-23 Colts team of the season. Congratulations okay. all.
2: I think you're missing someone. <clears throat> Sibs, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Top lino,
1: top lino, <laughs> top lino.
0: So, um, yeah, before before we end up then, because I think that's 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 everything covered really for the season. What well, um, what's the plan going forward? Got any anything you want to put in place, or yeah, what's what's the next step?
1: Next step, it's one of the things I think wanting to work out how to do, um, and it's something I'm obviously going to be thinking in the break about a lot. You know, I sort of, you know, we said again early on in the podcast about it's really of what could have been season. Um, really want to try drilling that solid mental winning mentality into them for next season. They have the ability, they have the capability, but for some weird reason, just don't seem to be having the results turn around. You know, like, like I said, some of the performances we've had this season have been incredible, and we still ended up losing a game. And um, I think over the preseason, like I said, really want to work on the press for the Colts, want to work on finishing, want to try and find a way to get out the niggly little errors, I think, within within the Colts team. Um because I think they're the big things and really try to drive a good winning mentality into the team for next season. I'll use that word as a builder season this season. <laughs> yeah. I don't I don't like that word, but
0: you, so, know. you know, sometimes it's needed, isn't it? Sometimes you need yeah. a season just to to sort of assess, don't you, and see see no. where you're at. Yeah. How about you, Sibs? Anything, anything to add?
2: No, probably the same thing as Alex. Really, so, uh, for us, we're already talking and um, having things uh, penciled in, uh, trying to get the ball rolling as from you know the management side. Of things and to try and uh, tr- to try and get things implemented as early as possible to give us that head start and let's not make the make, make the same mistake as as we did last last well the first time round so yeah.
0: well lastly congratulations to everyone that made, you, made your made team of the season congratulations to Sam Holland and Ed Barnett for joint do- joint top scorers another congratulations for Ed Barnett for goal of the season and um, yeah any, any final message you want to give to the
1: give to the lads
2: it's um, been, been a pleasure really yeah be a, thank you it's
1: been a pleasure it's well, been then. stressful but loved every minute of it so as you know I've, I think I said thank you to the lads after our last game and I'll say it again here you know it's been a pleasure managing every single one of them this season so like I said, next season we, you know, let's go win that league. Definitely. Yeah, we can do it. We have we have the team. We have we have the attitude. We have we have everything you can want in a winning team. Just just not the results, which is the important bit at the end of the day. So we'll get uh, next next season, that's the big big drive. And yeah. Yeah. I look forward to it all again.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. Thanks for joining me on the, on the podcast. Um, yeah, obviously over the next come, couple of weeks, you know, this, this your season wrapped up uh, first. But in the in the coming weeks, for the listeners, we'll have the obviously the reserves season round up and then first team round up. So, yeah, stay tuned. Busy couple of weeks. I mean, it's bit bu- it's busy enough with organising all these night games for the fixture build up. But yeah even extra busy trying to cram podcast recording in but it's what we signed up to do (laughs) um so yeah thanks again you two for for joining me and um yeah listeners stay tuned we'll see you soon up the Wessex